Welcome to the Triple Spiraling Podcast. This is the show where I am taking you along with me for a deep body, mind, and soul healing journey. In 2020, my life started to collapse and I spent tens of thousands of dollars and more hours than I can count pursuing healing. And since then, I have been able to heal my nervous system, build a six-figure business that I absolutely love and feels like me to the core, and step into my dream life of living as a digital nomad, traveling the world, and having some amazing adventures, meeting people in all walks of life. In this show, I want to save you some of the time and investment that I made by introducing you to the most powerful coaches what's up guys welcome back it is so good to be in season two the healing phase of the triple spiraling podcast and i'm so excited to be here with you guys because this part of the show is what the show was always intended for. Um, in season one, I really wanted to take you guys back into my personal journey to really kind of get on the same page with you and, you know, really sink into this feeling of how not alone we are in our struggles and in our feelings of shame. Um, I shared some of my deepest, darkest truths with you guys in season one, and I'm so so just in overjoyed with the comments the shares that you guys have you know sent over to me um it's just been really cool to hear about how connected we all are um i've heard from you some of your most vulnerable moments and i've also heard from many of you how excited you are to get started on your own healing paths and many of you are are starting already and it's just that is to me like just so cool because I'm like, yes, this is what this is about. This is, I just, I want all of you to believe deeply that a beautiful life is possible for you and to just find that little spark inside of you that says, well, why not me? Why can't I start healing? And this phase of the show is going to be so good. (laughs) So, so, so good. Um, So in this week's episode, I'm just going to kind of overview for you the healing journey. So this episode is not going to get super, super deep. We're just going to kind of build out an idea of what healing is, why it is so important, and why our culture, like the view that we grow up with around healing, why it's holding us back. Because so many of us are stuck, not because we don't want to heal, but because the environment that we're in is just not conducive to healing. And so in order for us to actually make use of many of the tools that I'm going to share with you guys, I'm going to share so many beautiful, amazing tools. Um, But in order for you to really actually utilize those, we have to understand why the environment that we're currently in, why we're staying stuck. And once we understand that, we're going to start going into what you can do to make changes, right? How you can start with you. And then what are the other tools that you can bring in and layer on top of that so that you can really start to move through whatever the suffering is that you are experiencing, whatever that feeling of stuckness is for you. It may be different from what the person next to you and what from what I am experiencing. Of course, it will be. Our lives are so 
different, but we all can start within ourselves and it doesn't have to cost a penny. So um, just before we dive in to this week's episode, again, I'm going to give you guys a very, very brief catch up on my life. Um, I am just wrapping up my time in Croatia right now. I'm living here as a digital nomad. This first month of the trip, I have been with my sister. She is going to head back to Australia where she lives in the first week of October. And after that, I will be on my own. This first month of being a digital nomad has really been about getting used to this new lifestyle. Um, there was a lot that kind of came up for me, a lot of discomfort around, you know, letting go of an old life, one that I consciously knew I did not want anymore. However, that doesn't mean it's comfortable to just give it up. So there was a lot that I had to work through with my personal coaches um, and they helped me so much. Um, they're all going to be on this show at some point, which is really exciting that I'll get to introduce you to some of the people who have supported me in this journey. Um, but the other part that was really important to me was to have some deep time, connective time with my sister. And we've just had such a good experience this last week. We've done so many day trips. Um, I feel like we've really seen a lot of Croatia. <laughs> um, we did a boat trip. We did a couple big, long hikes. We got to explore some of the old towns in some different cities around Croatia. And it's just been such a beautiful, beautiful time. Um, I feel really fortunate to have, you know, two sisters in my life who I'm so, so, so close to. And we had, you know, one moment, <laughs> trip is not over yet, so we'll see. But <laughs> we, we had one moment that got a little tense where, you know, I was sharing with her some of how I've grown in a spiritual capacity. And I was really nervous to, to, to actually share that. Um, but it's so cool to be able to have that conversation in a mature, mature, mature way, ask for what I needed, have her respond in a mature way. And for us, the last couple of weeks to be able to actually navigate that so seamlessly. And it's just such a huge testament to like how much work we've both done on ourselves to be able to talk about something potentially difficult, reach a solution and implement that solution without it triggering or offending anyone to the point that, you know, it becomes a thing. It just, it, it's really cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to keep sharing about my travel journeys over on my Instagram page. That's not what this podcast is about, but if you guys want to follow along, you can definitely head over to at triple spiral coaching over on Instagram and you'll definitely be able to see a lot of the insights from the travel side. Um, I also booked my, one of my stays for February, and March in 2023. I'm going to be staying in, um, this beautiful, like rainforesty, you know, jungly treehouse vibe place. And it's so me, like it is the most me place I've ever been. Um, I haven't even been there yet and I'm already like, oh my gosh, it's so me. It's so perfect. And it was a little bit more expensive than I had planned on spending on this initial place. However, you know, at this stage in my life, I've spent so much time now working through money issues, um, my money mindset, and just really getting comfortable with actually spending money. And it was so cool to be able to give myself this beautiful gift of two months next year in a place that is just like, I, I it's, it's so 
like so beautiful, so good. I cannot wait to be able to give yourself a gift like that is just, it's such a good feeling. And so I want to keep sharing these little pockets of like things that are going on in my life now, just as not to be like, check me out. I'm so cool. (laughs) But more so to be like, it wasn't that long ago that I didn't believe I deserved these things. I didn't believe they could ever happen for me. And by really committing to my healing journey and taking responsibility for my healing journey, I am here and I'm doing this and you can do this too. There's nothing special about me. This is all stuff that you can do too. So I just, I really want to keep sharing these pieces as like nuggets of like, keep going. Hey, you out there listening to this, keep going because there's beautiful, beautiful shit (laughs) waiting for you. The shit that you dream about is waiting for you. Just get on the path. So this beautifully segues us into this week's episode, which is just an overview of healing. What is healing? Why heal? Why does our culture, you know, kind of hold us back? So in, in my experience, why healing is important. Initially, when I came at healing, it was because I was in pain healing was just about getting out of pain. And now I see it as so much more. I choose to heal because I have seen trauma affect almost every person in my life deeply. I have seen the cycle of trauma being passed down generation after generation. I saw it in my grandparents. I saw it in my parents. I see it in myself and my sisters. I see these fears. I see these wounds that are impacting how we live our lives, robbing us of the life, the beautiful life that we want to create. For a lot of us in my family, it shows up as anxiety. It shows up as low worth and low self-esteem. It shows up as money issues. It shows up as romantic issues, choosing partners that may not be healthy for us and not knowing when to step away. And I saw this trauma happen generation after generation. I saw it happening in myself and my sisters who I love so much. And my definition of why I heal now is to stop, to break that trauma cycle so that I do not pass that down. If I have children, I don't want to pass that down. I choose to heal because I believe that even if I don't become a mother, if I don't have physical children of my own, that me healing encourages others to heal. Just simply out of witnessing me heal, Others will get on that path. And I've already seen it. I've seen it in my sisters. I've seen it in my clients. I've seen it in people who are just listening to this podcast. I believe that if I choose to heal and I share about my healing, that others will be impacted to the level that they choose to heal in their own lives. I believe that if enough of us heal, we can enter a new generation together where we're not just constantly handing trauma down from one generation to the next, to the next, to the next, but instead we're actually saying this stops here and creating a new generation of beautiful children who grow up believing that they're beautiful, deserving souls who deserve 
to follow their soul paths in life. They deserve love. They deserve to share love. They understand what healthy relationships look like. They know when to set boundaries and step away. I believe that we have the ability to heal and teach that to the next generation. If we do not heal, the next generation just follows in our footsteps. So I heal so that I personally can step out of suffering and create the life that I desire. I want to live a good life. I want to live the best earthly adventure I can. I want to bring health and wealth and abundance and love into my life. I deserve that. That's why I choose to heal. I also choose to heal so that I can separate what I have been told all of my life, what I've witnessed in society around me, how I've seen women being treated, how I've seen the earth being treated, how I can separate what I've been told I should do and I should want from what I actually want. There's a big difference between do all adults (laughs) own homes and have kids? Like, is that what the majority of what I see around me? Yeah, but is that what I actually want? Well, that's a really important question, and I want to be able to answer that for myself so that I can have the life I, I want, right? I also choose to heal so that I can start to see myself for who I truly am and love that person. You know, for most of my life, I saw myself as a broken and shameful creature who did not deserve or would ever experience happiness. But now I see that same person in the mirror and I see someone who is so, so, so amazing and special and deserving of love and has incredible gifts to share with the world. Six months ago, that is not what I saw. So this is why I choose to heal. And I think it is so important to sit with yourself and ask yourself, why? Why do you choose to heal? Why can you choose to heal? What would inspire you to get on this path of discovering who you really are, what you really want, and what is the life you want to create in this lifetime? How do you want to impact the people around you? These are very important questions, and it only takes sitting down with ourselves to start to to answer them. (laughs) These answers don't come quick, trust me. (laughs) It's taken a long time for me to put answers to this, but At this stage, this is why I choose healing and why I will continue to choose healing and why I will continue to share. For a long time, I thought that I did not deserve happiness. And now I understand that the things that I thought were my curses in life, I thought I was destined for sadness and suffering. I've now started to understand is actually my my gift. And I believe that my superpower is to be able to go into the shadowy dark places, the corners of my mind and all the like, you know, deep, dark things in society, to be able to go there and ask the hard questions and sit in the pain and the grief and the suffering and to find the lesson, the the message, the light under it all to bring back and share with the world to help you guys in your own healing journeys to help you navigate. So ask yourself, do you want to heal? And if you do, why? Why? I think the why is the most important. It's also important to understand what our culture actually teaches us about healing, right? I, I, I grew up in North America, so I'm coming at this from a, you know, a Western perspective. 
And in the Western culture, we've been taught to go outward to seek answers. We've been taught to taught to go to doctors and coaches and guides. And a lot of times we believe that in 15 to 30 minutes that this external person is going to be able to know more about our bodies and minds than we do. Most of us has, have been taught to outsource our, our care. And this is really difficult. This is, a, this is not <laughs> the best thing because we are actually our own most powerful tools in our healing journey. We have the most insight. We are in our physical bodies. We, we hear our thoughts. We perceive our thoughts. We are in touch and tune with all of this information. And yet we show up at an office and expect that that person on the outside is the one that should be able to tell us what we need to do. Most of us need to develop the tools to be able to look more deeply within ourselves, to ask ourselves the questions of what do I actually need? What, what is my body actually telling me? And we don't have those things. We aren't trained to develop these things. And that's what I want to share in this podcast is give you tools to help you ask yourselves the questions that will allow you to access the information you need on your healing journey. It is not going to come from outside of you. There are coaches and guides and doctors and other people that are going to be great resources, but ultimately the healing is your responsibility. And if you don't learn how to co-create a healing journey, then the likelihood of you healing <laughs> in any sort of reasonable time frame is quite low. Okay, so some questions to ask yourself. How often do you simply sit with yourself in stillness and ask yourself, what do I need right now? What is my body telling you? What is my soul telling me? Like, where is my spark? How often do I judge myself for what I need? And, you know, if I get an answer about what I need, how, how often do I deny myself that thing? So, you know, I see this a lot in, in women where, you know, if they're feeling emotional, this world has taught us to push that stuff down. This shows up in men too. So, so this is not just a, a female thing, but in men and women, when we feel emotional, often we just push ourselves to keep going and don't give ourselves the space to feel those things. And that is denying ourselves what we actually need. I see this in the physical space as well. So I often see or hear of people being tired, you know, and needing a break, needing rest and not feeling like they can give that to themselves, feeling like they have to keep going, have to keep doing, they have to be productive or else they're quote unquote lazy. Not being able to take a rest day from the gym because that's going to send them backwards. But it's like you need to learn to listen to what your body, what your mind, what your soul is telling you and actually honor those things in order to heal. And I know it's difficult. So in one of our first episodes in this healing journey, I'm going to take you through how to begin listening to some of these messages, especially in the space of our nutrition and our movement or our exercise, because these are things that are so fundamental. If we don't give ourselves time, we don't give ourselves space. If we don't have the time in our day to just sit and ask ourselves what we need and, and know that it's safe to honor that, we could spend all the money on all the fancy things and get nowhere. So in 
the healing part of this show, we're going to explore how to really listen to our intuitive messages, the messages from inside ourselves, and start to step into the role as the most powerful person in our own healing journey. No one will ever, ever give as much of a shit about your health or your healing as you do. No one. No one will ever care that deeply. So we need to start caring. We need to take a little responsibility. Another part that keeps us stuck is that the way that our culture in in the Western world views healing is that we see body and mind and soul as separate. And when I took you guys through my personal breakdown, I introduced the body, mind, and soul as separate spirals because this is how I grew up thinking about it. This is what our culture teaches us is that if you have a body issue, so let's say you're overweight or you have an injury, our culture teaches us that, okay, if you're overweight, you need to go see a, a nutritionist and you go, need to go see a trainer. If you have an injury, you need to go see a doctor or a physical therapist or a chiropractor. It teaches us that body issues must be met with people who work with the body, right? And the same thing with the mind. If you have anxiety or depression or another mental health problem, in quotes, problem, (laughs) that this must live in the mind. So you need to see someone who works with the mind, a psychotherapist or a counselor, right? It teaches us that we compartmentalize these aspects of our health. And in my personal experience and in the experiences that I've witnessed in others' healing journeys is that we only get so far treating quote-unquote body issues with body-based practices. We only get so far if we treat mental health issues with just mental health practitioners because these issues... (laughs) They don't exist on one level. It's all so intricately woven together. Our body, mind, and soul is so interconnected. It is one in the same. And so if we only approach healing with one modality, we're going to miss out. We're not going to be able to sustainably heal. In this culture, physical health is definitely embraced right? We see gyms everywhere, supplements, nutrition, like people are obsessed with physical health. Mental health is now starting to become a little bit more accepted, right? But what about the soul? Spiritual health is missing almost altogether or deeply misunderstood. And for me, in my healing, as many nutrition and exercise programs as I did, as many, you know, mental health professionals as I saw, I did years of therapy and I still couldn't heal. And the one piece that I was missing that has completely changed things for me is starting to understand spiritual health. For me, it was not until something mattered in my life, more than being obsessed with my physical body and my work, that I could heal. And spiritual health, I'm going to go into this in a future episode more deeply, but to me, spiritual health is the feeling of connectedness, right? I felt like a lost, lonely soul for my whole life. Just a, you know, just a, like, just a single little, you know, ball floating in this huge, vast ocean 
I felt alone. And spiritual health is about connection. It's about feeling deeply, deeply connected to others in their humanness. Even though we have different experiences, feeling deeply connected to humanity, feeling deeply connected to all other beings, the earth, the animals, the plants, feeling deeply connected to the past and the future. Spiritual health is a sense of belonging. And because we have so few tools available to us and we have such shallow education in this area, unless, of course, you are born into you know, a family who does really, really develop this, then we don't get this. And it's so important. And so part of this podcast is me bringing to you what I am learning about spiritual health, knowing that everyone's definition of spirituality is going to be a little bit different. What works for you is going to be a little bit different. But I encourage you to just ask yourself, can you open yourself up to the idea that the way that we've been taught to look at our health and healing is not the full picture? Can you open yourself up to the idea that maybe if you are suffering with your weight, it may not just be a body problem. It may not be something that just a nutrition or exercise program is going to solve, but maybe we need some help on the level of, ah, who am I as a person? What do I love in this world? Am I maybe not living a full, the full life that I desire? Maybe there's more to why you are overweight or why you're suffering with you know, anxiety or why you're suffering with an injury. Maybe there's more to it. Can you open yourself to the idea that maybe we are more complex and part of something that's much, much, much deeper than the way we view things at the surface level. And just as a quick illustration, so something that really helped me understand how these things are interconnected is, um, you know, I something that I used to get really nervous about was giving presentations, giving talks, and I used to give quite a lot of them. And so I, whenever I would give presentations, I would get um, like knots in my stomach, my hands would sweat. Um, I would just really like experience these very, very physical symptoms, even though the nervousness, so I thought, was occurring in my mind, (laughs) right? I was getting these physical symptoms. So imagine over time, if we're experiencing anxiety over and over and over again in different areas of our lives, and we're still getting that tension in our stomach, tension in our bodies, our hands are sweating, that maybe that could create physical tension. Like maybe that could create tight enough muscles where now we have a back problem. Even though we saw it as a mental thing, something that occurred in our mind, maybe that can produce a physical symptom. Right? And that really helped me, that kind of illustration helped me understand, okay, maybe there is a connection here. Another thing that helped me understand the connection of the soul was when I had really soulful experiences for me being in love (laughs) and being out in nature, like a beautiful view, a sunrise on top of like this big, vast, beautiful landscape would quiet my mind. My anxiety would disappear when I was in these deep, soulful experiences that I could not put into words. And even though I couldn't really define what is the, what is soul, <laughs> what is mind, what is body, like they're all, they seem really interconnected, that is the point. They're all the same. And so if we can find where are we missing the gaps, even if it doesn't seem like the most obvious thing, maybe it will help. In my experience, and definitely his, 
<laughs> definitely has. When we learn to approach healing truly holistically, body, mind, and soul, inseparable, that is when truly deep transformative changes and permanent changes can happen. When we try to heal the body with just body-based tools and we change our mental health with just mind-based tools, likely the change is going to be a struggle to maintain because it has not permeated our entire structure. It has not gone deep enough. Body, mind, and soul. To me, that is what true healing is about. And the last part that I want to get into it today is just about sort of this fundamental shift in how we view the world around us, ourselves, and kind of our fate in this life. There are a lot of people I talk to that um, seem to have this perspective that life is just meant to be hard or it's out to get them. And I was, I was this way for a long time. And so I attracted a lot of these kinds of people into my life and we'd all just kind of bitch about shit together and just do a huge pile on of toxic, nasty, you know, complaining about the way life was and how unfair, right? And this used to be what I surrounded myself with day after day after day is just gripe, 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 how unfair, like I can't seem to catch a break kind of shit. We tend to live in a very reactive state, just, you know, if the, you know, if traffic is bad and then we're late to work and then we don't, you know, give a good impression in, in a meeting or whatever, like it just feels like we're helpless to the things going on in our lives and that, you know, life is just meant to be hard. And uh, as I've kind of gone through this healing journey, one of the biggest things that I have learned and one of the greatest gifts that I have received is feeling like I am not a victim, that life is not actually out to get me. Even as 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 difficult as life kind of was <laughs> in a lot of times, realizing my level of responsibility there and that I was not actually really trying to heal. I was I was okay with sitting and suffering. It it, it gave me something to hide behind. And I'm taking responsibility over that now. Back then, I didn't see it that way. But now, bad things still happen to me. <laughs> like, I still, there's a lot of hard stuff that still happens to me. Um, going through a separation with from my husband, that was definitely hard, no doubt. Um, but the way that I would have handled that before would have been more about, this is just what life is is going to hand to me. You know, this is who I am. It's just this person who is unlovable that men are going to walk away from. Relationships don't work. Why do I even try? All this stuff. This is this would have been my reaction, right? Because I viewed myself as a victim to life and someone who bad things happen to. And as I've gone through this healing journey, I have learned that these difficult things are there to help us learn what we need to learn. And so as I went through my separation, yes, there was a lot of crying and a lot of messy emotion, <laughs> but it was there to teach me the lesson of I need to learn how to love myself, not seek external validation. 
I need to learn how to set boundaries and how to walk away. That's on me. I had to take responsibility. Life is not out to fucking kick our asses. It's here to teach us. And when we're walking around acting like victims and like life is there to hurt us, we don't learn because we are so closed off to the responsibility that we actually have. We're so closed off to actually learning that lesson. And so we keep getting presented with the same scenarios over and over because we're not learning the lesson. We have to open our eyes. We have to take responsibility for maybe this thing is here to teach me something and maybe I need to start asking myself some hard questions about how did I end up here? Did I, was I conscious? Was I conscious in coming into this situation? Maybe my my separation from my husband, maybe there was a lesson that I could have learned in the relationship before but didn't. Maybe I didn't have the tools back then. This is a huge, huge, huge piece of my healing journey is just taking responsibility and understanding that if my headspace is that life is about suffering, then I suffered because I didn't believe that I had responsibility. I just believed that life was handing me hard stuff. But when I started to believe that life was teaching me lessons and it was up to me to learn, and I started actually looking at the things in my life that were happening that weren't so great, and I started asking, what can I learn from this? And then doing something about it. Oh, man. Life got a little easier. (laughs) A lot easier. As humans, we tell ourselves stories to make sense of the world around us, stories that we base on our past experiences. Did you know that most of what we do in our day is influenced by our subconscious mind? About 90 to 95% of the actions that we make in a day is actually influenced by our subconscious mind. And that about 80% of our subconscious mind is fully formed by the age of eight. Mm-hmm. So even though we think we're choosing this relationship, we're choosing this person to be with, our subconscious mind is actually what's telling us that this person is attractive and desirable and our subconscious mind is creating the feelings of love and attraction towards this person. So maybe we're not actually consciously choosing them. Maybe our subconscious mind is choosing them. And maybe that's happening in every corner of our lives that our subconscious mind is urging us to do these things that we think we're choosing. My past shaped my stories and told me that I was unlovable, that I would be abandoned and rejected if I opened myself up to love and relationships. So I continued to create this reality, one relationship after the next, after the next. I read into the little looks and the little comments that I heard around me. I kept choosing romantic partners who were not truly partners. They were people that would just keep showing me the lesson that I refused to learn. They were people that validated me from the outside. I refused to learn the lesson that I was actually lovable and worthy of my own love. And so when people left, it just affirmed to me that, look, again, I'm unlovable. (laughs) When that wasn't That wasn't it at all. I was just missing the point. And so in this show, 
one of the other huge things that we're going to get into is really understanding that there's so much below what we experience on a day-to-day basis. There's so much in our subconscious mind that influences just about everything in our lives, the partners that we have, the friends that we have, how much money we can make, what work, a line of work we're in, our family dynamics. Um, Do we have a home that we feel safe in, where we live? All of these things, unless you have really done your work and you are really, really, really aware of your own shit and you've done a lot of healing, most likely there's a lot in your subconscious to explore that will help you understand why you are doing what you're doing and how to change that reality that you've created for yourself to something that you do love. If you feel stuck in your life right now, if you're in a life that feels nah, like not really it, like you feel like you're you feel like you're not where you want to be in life, then the subconscious is full, like just chock full of things for you to explore that will help you build the life that you love. And so a big part of this show is going to be teaching you ways that you can unpack these things yourself and introducing you to people who will communicate this in so many really mind-blowing ways. Like my mind has been blown repeatedly. And so what I want to end on is the three main stages of this journey to me. This is how I see it. So um, there's three stages that I see from going from a place where you feel stuck in your life to actually building the life that you really deep down desire and feels like a just, "Mm, fuck yes. (laughs) Okay, so here it is. These are the three stages. These are the three stages that I work through with my clients. These are the three stages that I have gone through. These are the three stages I am going to take you through in this podcast, starting with stage one, which is the healing phase. The healing phase is in the triple spiral. It is the death. It is the letting go. And that sucks. And the reason it's the letting go is because in order to heal, The first step is actually letting go of the things that are not yours, whether that's your limiting beliefs or relationships that are not productive or um, a work environment that's not productive. There's so many things, but the healing phase actually starts with letting go of what is not yours. The second stage is the creation stage, and that is the creation of the new beliefs, the new dreams, the new path that you are ready to walk. We cannot do this until we heal and we let go of the old. In stage two is when we actually step into the new, and that's where I am right now right? I'm stepping into this digital nomad life. I've healed. I've let go of so much. And now I'm stepping into the new. And then stage three is the expansion stage. This is where you are actually learning to sustain, learning to sustain this new beautiful life and integrate it and accept that there will be future cycles of death, of healing, (laughs) and of creating something new. So life is not going to be this way forever. And that can feel scary, but it's accepting that. And so 
we all know people who have gone on like a weight loss journey, right? And they've lost all this weight and then they get to this place where they've lost weight, but then they can't maintain it, right? And the same thing happens when we heal and when we start to build the life that we actually love is that if we don't learn how to sustain it, we lose it and we just go back. We go back to the easiest thing, which is the shit that we know, the suffering that we know, and we don't want that. We want to stay. We want to stay in this positive space. Even if it changes and transforms and looks a little different, we want to stay in this place of healthy self-expression. So we are starting in the healing phase, and I cannot wait to take you through these three stages, starting with season two of this show right now, which is the healing journey. So get ready for a lot of fun. Um, until we've actually recognized our stories and our scars and how they're playing out in our lives, we're going to have a really difficult time of hearing the inner whispers of, of what we truly do want to create in this life and an even harder time feeling safe to create the life that you want. So really what I want you guys to look forward to is that by starting in this healing phase, yes, it's going to be hard and it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable, but as you move through and you learn how to work through healing in different areas that you're going to start to be able to hear those messages deep down from inside you of what you really do want. And it will start to feel safer to actually begin to create that. This podcast is going to take you through an incredible journey if you are open to it. Um, It was so important for me to create this podcast as a free resource because I know that not everybody can afford coaching or direct support or to be able to experiment like I did with all these different healing modalities. So if nothing else, this podcast is going to provide you with a lot of really amazing opportunity to heal at absolutely zero investment. Um, If you are in a place, though, where you are feeling really stuck in your life, if you're suffering in a way that just is not tolerable and you do want to work through it with support, um, to me, support was essential. Um, I have uh, three different coaches who I work with on different aspects of my healing, and without their support, I would not have been able to move through this in six months. I would not be where I am right now, living in a way that I absolutely love, and I credit their support tremendously. I also credit myself for how how well I showed up and did my work, but um, support is essential. Um, so if you're in a place where you're you're feeling really deeply stuck and you do want some support, Um, I do offer one-on-one coaching um, and I also offer uh, retreats, so transformational retreats where we go in and we do really deeply immersive work. If you are looking for support, I would love to support you. I believe that my true soul path in life is to help as many people as possible to heal create beautiful lives and shift from a place of fear and suffering to love, fulfillment, actually living life. Um, So if any of this is calling to you and you are interested in support in your journey, then I have a little link down below in the show notes for how to apply for coaching. Um, And also a link for our email list, which is where you can uh, sign up to be one of the first to know about any sales that we do, any of the group coaching programs that I will be offering, and any upcoming retreats. We actually have one more spot available for our retreat in Mexico, which is November 9th to 13th. 
Um, it's going to be a really great time. We are staying in Chicala, Mexico, which is just north of Puerto Vallarta. Um, in a beautiful, beautiful hacienda. Um, we're going to be doing movement. We're going to be talking all about self-love and body image and the healing journey. Um, it's going to be an amazing, amazing experience. So if you are looking for an immersive and transformational experience, then definitely either um, check out the information that I'll post below on the retreat or send me an email. My email address is down below as well. So I hope this episode was exciting for you guys. Um, next week, I will start getting into some of the core tenets um, for self-healing. So these are the things that I believe that you can do on your own. You don't need anyone for this, um, but they are things that you can put into place that will help to get your healing journey started next week. Okay. Um, so look forward to that. And I can't wait to catch you guys in the next episode.